This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. There is shocking news out there that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, was planning and plotting to organize a military coup against the President of the United States, President Donald Trump. I'll have more in a minute, but first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, let's get into this. Here's uh, the headline that was in the Washington Post. Top general was so fearful Trump might spark war that he made secret calls to a Chinese counterpart, New Book says. Peril by Bob Woodward and Robert Costa reveals that General Mark A. Milley called his Chinese counterpart before the election and after January 6th in a bid to avert armed conflict. So, yes indeed, that's Bob Woodward. He's at it again with another explosive book. And if everything proves to be true, and he's had some problems along those lines in the past, but if everything proves to be true, uh, his book, titled Peril and scheduled for release on September 21st, uh, is, is a bombshell. And the Washington Post reporting on the book says in part this, quote, Twice in the final months of the Trump administration, the country's top military officer was so fearful that the president's action might spark a war with China that he moved urgently to avert armed conflict. In a pair of secret phone calls, General Mark A. Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, assured his Chinese counterpart, General Li Zhongcheng of the People's Liberation Army, that the United States would not strike, according to a new book by Washington Post Associate Editor Bob Woodward and National Political Reporter Robert Costa. One call took place on October 30, 2020, four days before the election that unseated President Trump, and the other on January 8, 2021, two days after the Capitol siege carried out by his supporters in a quest to cancel the vote, unquote. In a quest to cancel the vote, oh, please. The story also says that the Chinese general was so, quote, rattled, unquote, that, quote, believing that China could lash out if it felt at risk from an unpredictable and vengeful American president, Milley took action. The same day, he called the admiral overseeing the U.S. Indo-Pacific Command, the military unit responsible for Asia and, and the Pacific region, and recommended postponing the military exercises, according to the book. The admiral complied, unquote. And here's the kicker. General Milley says the paper, quote, did not relay the conversation with the Chinese to President Trump, unquote. It also says Milley believed, quote, the president had suffered a mental decline after the election, the authors write, a view he communicated to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi in a phone call on January 8th. 
He agreed with her evaluation that Trump was unstable, according to a call transcript obtained by the authors, unquote. Just stop for and think of that for a second. Really? General Milley and Speaker Pelosi are doctors? Who knew? Now, let's be crystal clear. If this story about General Milley is accurate, Americans have just been confronted with the shocking news that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff has committed treason. Not to put too fine a point on this, but per that document known as the Constitution of the United States, specifically Article 2, Section 2, the role of the president is quite specifically defined. It reads, quote, The president shall be commander-in-chief of the Army and Navy of the United States, unquote. Say again, the elected, the civilian president of the United States is the commander-in-chief, not a military general. What General Milley was about was structuring a military coup d'etat. Let's speak plainly. His dealing with that Chinese general is all by itself the very definition of treason. Milley should be fired on the spot, right now, and tried for treason. What General Milley has done here in dealing with the Chinese and keeping that fact from President Trump is worthy of the 1960s thriller and movie Seven Days in May, a fictional story about a military plot to overthrow the elected president, Jordan Lyman, led by a fictional chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General James Mattoon Scott. Amazingly, the fictional General Scott holds the exact same job General Milley holds in today's real life. The movie version of this starred the A-list movie stars of the day, Frederick March, Burt Lancaster, and Kirk Douglas, and Ava Gardner. In Seven Days in May, the reason for General Scott, the fictional General Scott's treason is a treaty negotiated by President Lyman with the Russians, a treaty that General Scott strenuously objects to. So he goes about trying to organize a military coup. The story reaches its climax when the president summons General Scott to the Oval Office to confront him with what he, the president, has discovered of the looming coup attempt and demands Scott's immediate resignation. The conversation between the president and the general includes lines that are startlingly relevant to what, according to Woodward and Costa, occurred with General Milley's actions at the end of the Trump administration. So let me read from the script of the movie here, a scene that takes place in the Oval Office, and I think the movie is still out there. You can find it if you look for it. President Lyman, I am prepared to brand you for what you are, General, a a strutting egoist with a Napoleonic power complex, an out-and-out traitor. I know you think I'm a weak sister, General, but when it comes to my oath of office in defending the Constitution, General Scott says, I know how to salute a flag. President Lyman responds, you don't know the democratic processes it represents. General Scott says, don't you presume to take on that job, Mr. President, because you're not qualified. Your action in the past year has bordered on criminal negligence. The treaty with the Russians is a a violation of any concept of security. You're not a weak sister, Mr. President. You're a criminally weak sister. If you will talk about your oath of office, I'm here to tell you face to face, you violated that oath by stripping the country's muscles when you played upon the fear of the people and told them they could remove that fear by the stroke of a pen. Then when this nation rejected you and began militantly to oppose you, you violated that oath by not resigning and turning the country over to someone who'd represent the people. President Lyman responds, and that would be General James Mattoon Scott, wouldn't it? I don't know whether to laugh at such megalomania or simply cry. You have such a fervid, passionate, evangelical affection for your country. Why in God's name don't you have faith in the system of government you're so hell-bent to protect? 
You say, I've duped the people, I've bilked them, I've misled them, I've stripped them naked and made them defenseless. You accuse me of having lost their faith and deliberately and criminally shut my ears to the national voice? General Scott, I do. President Lyman, where the hell have you heard that voice? In freight elevators, in dark alleys, in secret places in the dead of night? How did that voice seep into a locked room full of conspirators? That's not where you hear the voice of the people. Not in this republic. You want to defend the United States of America? Then defend it with the tools it supplies you with. It's constitution. You ask for a mandate, General, from a ballot box. You don't steal it after midnight when the country has its back turned. Unquote. This conversation between the fictional President Lyman and the fictional General Scott fits precisely with the real-life General Milley was attempting with the real-life President Trump. Figuratively locked in a room, conspiring with fellow generals and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, who has, by the way, no role in the chain of command that runs the U.S. military, General Milley was playing with a constitutional fire that is a military coup. What a disgrace. Recall that in 1951, the very real-life President Harry Truman fired General Douglas MacArthur for insubordination. They disagreed over the conduct of the Korean War. In doing so, Truman said this, quote, Full and vigorous debate on matters of national policy is a vital element in the constitutional system of our free democracy. It is fundamental, however, that military commanders must be governed by the policies and directives issued to them in the manner provided by our laws and constitution, unquote. Truman was right. It is also worth noting that before Truman fired MacArthur, he read up on President Abraham Lincoln's firing of General George McClellan from the command of the Army of the Potomac during the Civil War. As with MacArthur, McClellan was ignoring the orders of the president, the commander-in-chief. Also like MacArthur and today's General Milley, McClellan had a habit of making political statements on matters outside of his purview of military matters. Truman particularly loved Lincoln's comment on this. Lincoln, when asked his view of McClellan meddling in politics, said it reminded him of the man who, when his horse kicked up and stuck a foot through the stirrup, said to the horse, if you're going to get on, I will get off. Make no mistake, what the Woodward and Costa book reveals is that General Milley was guilty exactly of MacArthur and McClellan-style insubordination. Milley's authoritarian actions, his conspiring with the head of the Chinese military, are an attack on democracy and a disgrace to his uniform. He should be fired immediately. This is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, and thanks for listening to another episode of The Word of the Lord. See you next time. Thank you.